Breath the Hitman Heart, and I got a very special shout out going out to a very special man, but more importantly, just a very special longtime fan of mine and a guy that has done some amazing things. And then Aaron, I just want you to know how much I appreciate what a great fan you are and how you've always been in my corner for so many years, always there for me. But that's what everybody loves about you, Aaron. You're just there for everybody all the time. I want to wish you great success with your award-winning storytelling podcast. I know you've uh, got one episode in particular, Wrestling is a Love Story, where you pay a homage to a lot of the great wrestlers that were played a part in your childhood growing up, and I'm lucky enough to have been one of them. I want to thank you for that. I just want you to know I appreciate a fan like you that appreciates all the bumps and the grinding and the hard work that it that goes into the life of being a professional wrestler. And just know that I wish you continued success with your podcast series. You got a great thing on your hands, and I hope you do some great things with it. Stay cool, stay safe, keep on rocking, and all the best, Aaron. God bless. You're listening to 7-Minute Stories with Aaron Califato. This is Season 3. If you want to connect with us or grab some merch, visit us at 7minutestories.com. That's the number 7minutestories.com. This episode, The Violinist. I don't remember how I got into the elementary school orchestra, but I do remember our first practice. I'm playing the violin. And there's a few features of this that I remember. One, just sitting in the classroom, all the kids with their stringed instruments. I remember seeing the size of the cello and the bass and being like, that is an unbelievably physically imposing instrument, I thought to myself. And I'm glad I played the violin because it was portable. I could carry it around. The sound it made, though, not so good, for me at least, the squeaking of the of the bow against the strings that was something where I was like, ugh, I better get better at this. And then like the rosin, like the dust, I remember that. And I just remember having a music stand in front of me and the teacher kind of guiding us through reading music, the basic elements, E-G-B-D-F-F-A-C-E kind of thing, and also learning basic songs. And when I could play the basic songs, it felt really good. I remember. It's like Mary Had a Little Lamb. Good King Wenceslas, or Wenceslas, right? Isn't that the... I don't know if that's the same song, but that's what I remember. I was at family Christmas, my mom's side, and they were like, Aaron, would you play Good King Wenceslas? And I remember playing it and just being like, yes, this is an amazing moment. (laughs) Flipping it now, being an adult, it's like some kid squeaking along in the violin. For me, I was like, this is a concert that could change the world. So I performed it. So I enjoyed being in the orchestra and I enjoyed playing the violin. And we kept learning pretty cool pieces of music, but they were simple for me because I could follow along on the sheet music and I could start to play. I started sounding good. And because I started sounding good, I decided to improvise a little bit during these rehearsals, right? And then I would go, like, and the the conductor teacher was like, she was like, bro, you can't do that. I'm like, stop. Got to stick with the song, man. It's like, okay, I'll fit in the box. No extemporaneous improvisation for me. I'll stay in this box. 
But when we weren't in actual rehearsal at home, I was just making my own music and not reading it. As the year went on and the rehearsals went on, I noticed a couple more things. One, I was having a hard time keeping up with the written music because it got more complicated. Before, with the earlier songs, pretty simple. But with eighth notes and 16th notes and rests and all that kind of stuff, I was having a hard time following along. I'm looking around and there was a skills gap that was starting to emerge. The other violinists in the orchestra were excelling. There was this dude, Roland, I remember. My man's playing concertos. I'm like, whoa, I'm falling way behind. And so I'm being really self-conscious here. And as we're practicing and we're reading the music, the only thing I could think to do to keep up was to do what I knew well, which was to use my memory and play from memory and perform from memory. So I didn't have perfect pitch. I didn't know what that was called at the time, but I had a really good memory melodically for sounds I can mimic really well. And so I would just listen to the song and eventually I would memorize it and play it. So I essentially stopped reading music and then I began to pretend. It was like performance art because I'm pretending to read the music and looking at it and just playing from memory. I did this for months at concerts. And for a while, no one knew the difference. But then a couple things happened. One, the music got more and more complicated so I could only remember certain portions. So I'm at these concerts and to overcompensate, instead of just laying low, I'm playing the violin like I'm the greatest violinist on earth. I'm halfway standing up from the seat. I'm shaking my head. My hair is flopping everywhere. I'm performing. And then what happened was when I couldn't read the music anymore and I couldn't play any of the song, I was literally pretending to play entire songs with the orchestra during the concerts. I became the Millie Vanilli of elementary school violinists. I gotta be honest, it was fun. But because my performances started getting out of control and I'm standing up and bringing attention to myself, the teacher conductor, she noticed. She didn't say anything during one of the shows. But the next rehearsal that we had in class, she called me early. She sat me down and she said, do you know how to read music? And I was like, yeah, a little bit. She said, a little bit? I said, yeah. She goes, are you pretending to play the songs during our concerts? I was like, what are you talking about? And she puts a sheet of music in front of me. She goes, play this. And I lift the violin up and the bow, sprinkle a little rosin on there. And I said, I can't do it. I can't play. I don't know how to read music. I'm sorry. <laughs> the jig was up. She was so disappointed in me. And I remember her head sort of like slumped down and she said, I'm going to have to ask you to leave the orchestra. They kicked me out. I had never picked up a violin since that moment. So I was embarrassed. And you would think from that terrible moment of embarrassment, I would learn. Not a chance. If you listen to this podcast for a long time, you can go back and listen to the story called The Audition, where as nearly a 20-year-old man... I audition for a college program with the guitar, which I had learned to improvise and play, but I didn't learn how to read music because it was so damn hard. And I just wanted to do it my way and play music my way and sing with the instrument my way that I failed in an audition to get into college. So yeah, history repeats itself. 
But maybe it was all supposed to happen because I eventually abandoned all those instruments. I mean, I still play the guitar, but I'm saying traditionally, right? Because all I wanted to do was tell a story melodically from my memory. So I just have a new instrument now. It's my voice and a microphone. Now there's not an orchestra or a conductor to tell me what to do. I'm the conductor. And now it's just a show of one. It's just me. And I'm not reading any music. I'm just playing from memory between me and you. This is my every week concert that I perform week after week after week after week. I'll talk to you next week. Seven Minute Stories is created and performed by Aaron Califato. Our senior audio engineer is Ken Went. Our resident artist is Pete Whitehead. Original music by TJ Duke. If you or your company needs help starting a podcast, Aaron and Ken's company, Valley View, does just that. Reach out to them at valleyview.fm. Special thanks to our partners at Evergreen Podcasts, and I'm Corey Burse. Make sure to tune in next week for another story.